Here we go back at it this week. Uh, all 22. Appreciate the patience. Uh, and everybody just has some life circumstances going on uh, for both Kelly and I. Um, we're just going to dive right into it today. Um, and we, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, Money Mahomes. That's his new nickname. I don't even want to call him Patrick anymore. Uh, that would be a disservice to his bank account and to his uh, soon-to-come lineage uh, with the amount of money that's going to be deposited in there over the next 10 years. Um, just a few sort of hits about the deal. I know it's a, it's a variety of estimates. Some say it's a 10-year extension worth about $477 million that could go up to $503 million. I'm sure some of the details are still coming out. Uh, two biggest things I know is, one, there's a $141.48 million injury guarantee, um, which we can talk about later. <laughs> and the other, I think, I think I have this number right, about $60.43 million uh, is guaranteed uh, signing bonus plus his base salary for uh, 21 and 22. I don't have a whole lot to add to this from a football perspective, so we want your expertise on this, Kelly. Like half a billion, what's going on out here? I'm kind of. I'm, when you think about half a billion, it's a lot of money. I mean, owners, the owners are worth a billion dollars, but I mean, this half a billion is stretched over. Technically, is twelve years. He has. He still has two years left on his rookie deal, if you're adding the uh, the option year, but. Um, Dude, that's a lot of money. Granted, but if if you think about what he brings to that franchise, for one, Arrowhead Stadium is always filled no matter if the team is good or bad. So, you know, historically that fan base is is very loyal. So yeah. you're going to get seats in the stadium regardless. But, you know, merchandise sales and all the other things, I, I don't think if you're, if you're thinking about in perspective of, okay, American sports just they're just going to give you money regardless. If you're thinking about that, uh, you just say, you know, no matter what the deal was, he was worth it. If you're thinking about, you know, in 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 terms of that, because American sports is getting where quarterback is going to get paid regardless. You know, uh, the NBA cap is technically a soft cap, but you have you know LeBron James making what thirty five million dollars a year or something like that. Um, soft quote unquote yeah quote unquote soft <laughs> uh baseball you know that cap is oh bruh. non-existent you got you know they didn't mike trout sign for 400 mil or something crazy like yeah. that but you you have so these numbers are constantly being inflated salary cap projections are going up every single year so it's like in that aspect okay if you're going to keep raising the bar on how much a player can get can get paid Patrick Mahomes, Money Mahomes, definitely is worth that money. He brought you a Super Bowl in year three. <laughs> and brought you a Super Bowl title in year three. Um, he's not slowing down anytime soon, barring injury, of course. If he doesn't get injured, you know, he can legit live up to the next 10 years of this contract. Um, is, is no question. You can't say he's injury prone because he had a knee injury last year. But um, I, I think it was worth it just because of what he brings to that franchise, the excitement won. Kansas City, like I said, the fan base is crazy already. Um, I think it's worth it, man. Uh, you just – I never expected to see an NFL franchise give somebody a 10-year extension. Um, that's crazy in itself. I think – actually, I think Vic signed a 10-year deal when he was one of those first $100 million quarterbacks. Um, he signed a 10-year deal, but 10 years – Half a million, half a billion dollars. Come on, man. That's that's ridiculous. But you know, I understand. Yeah. I, I'm I'm completely for what they did because I, I don't see they had they, they didn't have to do a 10 year deal, you know, five years, a quarter of a billion dollars. That's what I thought it was gonna go towards. That's what I thought it was leaning towards, 45 to 50 million dollars a year. But hey, they just yeah. said, Let me let me lock you up for 10 years, man. <laughs> We don't even have to worry about this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to belabor the point. Um, I agree <clears throat> wholeheartedly. Uh, I, I think it's interesting because it's, it's the last two quarterbacks who have signed um, are, you know, a guy who gets half a billion dollars and the other one is a guy who gets a deal that is honestly probably going to be worth in the $7.5 million range. We'll talk about Cam in a minute. Um, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to the deal. I think the deal is wonderfully fantastic for Kansas City. Um, because I, I think you're in a position like if, if he doesn't live up to this deal, it's one of those things where 
you don't get any flack for it. It's not something that like, oh, you know, you guys shouldn't have done that. It's kind of like, you know, um, it's kind of like when uh, when you take a guy number one overall. I think of like, uh, what was it, 2007 draft from Portland took Greg Oden and Kevin Durant went number two. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at that time, like, we're not going to play revisionist history. At that time, the league was still center-based. You know, you needed a big man to be successful to win titles. Like, you know, nobody's yeah, bad. That was understandable. Yeah, nobody's bashing Portland about taking Odin over Durant. Like, he has injury problems. It is what it is. I think that's the same thing here. It's like, look, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. I don't know anybody who can uh, argue that. Oh, I do me. I think Russ <laughs> is. But um, I think long long term, right, Russ is already yeah, yeah, up yeah. there in age. Uh, I mean, Pat has the ability to be the best quarterback in the history of the game. I don't think it's too soon to say that. And he probably should have two Super Bowl appearances on his name. Um, he probably would. <laughs> for real, for real. So – yeah, so I, I, I think it's a smart deal for Kansas City. Um, obviously, you know, when you look at NFL deals, you have to look at the guaranteed money. And mm-hmm. at this rate, you know, what he already has is the $63 million, but the injury guarantee, it's 141 It's actually a little bit of a steal, I would like to say, only because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because you don't know where the cap, where money, other things are going to be come, um, you know, a decade from now, 2030. But the other thing is, I think, I think, you know, Mahomes team was incredibly smart in this in that I don't I don't see the gradual increase in NFL cap and salaries being the same over the next decade that it was over the past decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean we've seen exponential, you know, growth in markets, economy, so on and so forth. All that stuff trickles down in sports. Um so the same sort of rapid pace we've seen contracts grow from, you know, twenty ten to twenty twenty, you know, in the way we probably didn't see them from 1990 to 2000. I don't. I don't see that being the same. Uh, and I think he's he's he is the opposite of. And we can just dive into this Dak to me because I I I I get Dak's perspective, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Pat's now got what 40 million dollars a year, or roughly. Uh, it's almost 50, isn't it? Something like that. It's almost 50. Bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> almost 50. He's yeah. like, and, I, and and he and his cap are probably sitting there thinking, all right, so Pat has set the market. You know, this this justifies us asking for 45. you know forty million a year, and it's like no, bro. Because no. um, like, you're not, you're not trans- close. <laughs> you're not close. And like I like Dak. We both like Dak. You know, we've talked about this. Yeah. I think Dak is. I think Dak's amazing. I think they got a really good chance to go to the Super Bowl this year. But he's not a transcendent transcendent Hall of Fame talent um, like Pat Mahomes is. And like, look, Dak might grow into that. He might end up being a Hall of Famer. I think he has the tools to do that. And I think he's going to be in a much better position to continue to grow under Mike McCarthy. But like the guy in Kansas city we're talking about here is, you know, the, the next coming of Dan Marino and he's only entering what his fourth year in the league. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, he and Deshaun are going to have some interesting circumstances. Al Deshaun is a little bit, is a little different in that I would like to think, and I've somebody by, by what you see sometimes in his Twitter account and whatnot, He's already sort of plotting his way out of Houston, which if he's doing that, he's a smart man. Uh, a smart anybody man. who wants to be tied to Bill O'Brien needs needs some needs some counseling. But um, <laughs> I'm interested to see where where things materialize from here with Dak Prescott because I think to him and his team, this is like okay, Pat set the market. This is what he got. Therefore, we deserve this. And I'm just not giving Dak Prescott forty million dollars a year, thirty to thirty five. Cool. 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 But where his number is right now is is not going to work for me, and I, I don't know what's next for their camp in that regard. Yeah, I think um, those two, those two are key because, like you said, that Patrick Mahomes transcendent. Like as far as the arm, even if he, if he didn't win a Super Bowl this past year, like he has the chance. That team, how it's set up with him and with Andy Reid, they should win the AFC West every single year. So that means a playoff berth every single year. So wow. That alone should get him, you know, at least $35 million. But just the, his talent, that gives him an extra 10, you know, what he can do. Um, that, 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 that pushed him over the hump. With that, okay, you're a solid quarterback. You can do things well, but you don't have the arm talent. You don't have those things that Patrick Mahomes has. No. <laughs> you don't have the coaching to propel – see, even with better coaching – you still can't do the same things Patrick Mahomes does as a yeah. as far as talent. Yeah. So that 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 alone gets you a cap. So like I said, like you said, 30 between I think he's worth more than 30 just because of where the market is. But I think like 35 is fair for both sides as far as what you're getting from him. 
and where the market projects. Now, okay, if you want to say year five, you get 40, cool. You know, maybe just that, that fifth year because we're projecting of where your ceiling is going to be. But uh, you talk about Watson, if you're comparing Watson and Dak, I think Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. You know, I think he's more talented far. as far yeah. as arm talent and things like that. He has similar to better stats than Dak with, yes, he has a number one option in um, um, with Hopkins. He, he's had a number one option with Hopkins. But you think about the offensive line, Whew. the lack of running game, the lack of play calling. Yeah. <laughs> so you oh, have Bill all those. Calls- the plays too. Yes. I forget about that. Yes. Oh my god! So Bill O'Brien calls the exactly. Bill O'Brien calls the plays. So that uh, uh, Deshaun Watson's situation, as far as structure, is worse than Prescott's. But most people would say they uh, Deshaun Watson is better than Dak Prescott. See what I'm saying? So yeah, Deshaun, in my opinion, deserves that. If he, if he, if one of those two are getting forty million a year. It's Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Because you think about it, if any type of, you know, granted, they, they shouldn't – everybody who um, uh, watched that, that, that playoff game against the Chiefs, the Chiefs they were up 24-0. Nobody yeah. thought the Houston Texans were going to win. Nobody. No. No, Literally nobody. Yeah. And it wasn't just because – it wasn't because Deshaun Watson. It was just the Chiefs are a better team. Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs are simply a better team. But the Houston Texans – like, we think, okay, they had Deshaun Watson, they had D-Hop, and it was like, you know, maybe they're going to they're gonna win their – they're going to win their division because of the division they're in, and then they're going to get to the postseason. They're going to go up against a team that's better, but Deshaun to keep them in the game. That's what we always think about yeah. with the Houston Texans. When we think about Dallas, we think about, okay, you know, Dak may find a way to blow it, if we're being honest. Pretty much. <laughs> and that's the difference between those two quarterbacks. So, if you have that stigma – around okay you're going to find a way to not win the game you know not because you're a bad quarterback you're just you're not that guy yeah but we we have the sean where you're going to say you know he's going to keep them in the game but everything around him is going to kind of you know you know make them come up short so that's where you have to say okay Deshaun. You probably deserve his money, bro. <laughs> Dak, you tripping. You need to, you know, 35, that's where you at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm interested to see and and where, one, where Dak and Dallas end up. I think that's one of the things for both sides. I, I, I want to get – I mean, it's kind of late. Training camps are supposed to open up in 17 days, which we'll talk more about that later. But um, I would have preferred not to go into the season without that contract sort of settled. Because now, we talked about this weeks ago, now, especially on Dak's side, you get into so much uncertainty um, with the cap, with overall revenue projections. Like, I think he thinks there's there's a growing market and he's yeah. going to be able to get more money out. And it's like, dude, you need to put pen to paper now because you're looking at a season where you probably won't have fans. Uh, how much how much revenue is that going to, you know, pull down from the league? That's going to have to come from somewhere. And now the Players Association, the owners are going to have to get together and figure out how they – you know, reconcile the the drop in revenue. But it's also like, you know, thinking about this in real world terms, I mean, even next football season, 2021, like even if it is safe enough for fans, like there's a huge portion of the population that's like, mm, I'm not going to sit in a, inside with 70,000 other people until like 2022. And so yeah. like the revenue projections just aren't there. And I'm like, Dad, just go ahead and take your money, bro. Like, are you really going to hold up a, a you know, $300 million deal over five years annually. I mean, how much money is enough money? Now, I get it. You want to be paid like you're one of the best at your position, and that's cool. The reality is you're not one of the elite guys yeah. at your position. You're really, really good. And you know what? Like, that's okay. That's <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. it's okay to be really, really good. Like, that guy doesn't even want a, a, a playoff game yet. Like, I mean, you're out here trying to get money of guy who's been to two AFC title games, won a Super Bowl, you know, watching another who's won a couple of uh, playoff appearances, actually won his division. Like, Dak's played what? One one, uh, one home playoff game? Yeah. And um, lost against the Packers. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, they, uh, they did beat Seattle last year. That's right. That's right. They, they beat Seattle. And then well, um, who did they go get their, their breaks bit off of them by? Was um, that Minnesota? Yes. Two years ago, something was it like Minnesota? That. Some, yeah, you know, 
<laughs> but but we have to think about it. So that means all we remember is the rookie season. Um, they beat uh, who did they they beat? I, I forgot who they beat. Then they played um, uh, Green Bay, and Rodgers had that that great throw at the end. Mason Crosby kicked the field goal to beat them. So that's what we remember. And then they missed the postseason. Then they got back to the postseason, <clears throat> and then they um, they got beat by um, they they beat Seattle. Then they lost the following week. So to the Rams, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, Dak has played well in the postseason. I think that that divisional loss to the to the Packers, twenty four thirty eight, three hundred two yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, he you know, pretty well. decent. Um, he's he's been he's been a good competitor in the postseason. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing exceptional. No 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 like performances that just really stick out and make you like really think, oh, this guy deserves this amount of money. Um, and and to be honest, like you know, in the same way, like. If I asked you to describe Pat Mahomes, I think there are a variety of plays you could think about from him spinning outside the pocket, making the impossible actually possible and probable to, you know, leading that 24 to nothing comeback. If I asked the same with Deshaun Watson, like you could list those types of things, Russell Wilson, you can. so on and so forth. Yes. I don't have any magic moments from Dak in my head. I just I, don't. And, and, and all of, if I can remember right, if most of his big play yardage games, they were coming from behind. And granted, listen, the defense still has to stop you. But any anybody who's played football, especially defensive football, if you have a lead, defensive coordinators just tend to call the plays different. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's human nature. Like it is what it is. as fans, you're sitting there, why are y'all not being aggressive? Why are you not, you know, continuing the same game plan? But when you're in that moment, you're thinking, you know. We have a big lead, you know, let our offense kind of catch their breath, mm-hmm. you know, so they can, you know, uh, have this energy for the rest of the game. You're thinking about these things throughout the game. And the head coach is communicating with both coordinators. They're telling them the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. But all of, like, even last year's last year's numbers for Dak, a lot of those are padded stats because – they were falling behind early. They were getting beat by teams they shouldn't have. And then, you know, late third quarter, uh, all of fourth quarter, they have to pass the ball. So, dude, 400 yards, but you lose, you know, a game, which you were down by double digits. Those numbers are kind of inflated. So yeah. I'm thinking about those, those, those wild moments. And if you, if you want to pinpoint them, most of them came from his rookie year. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let me throw a screen pass to Ezekiel Elliott and he wiggles through 18 people <laughs> and he goes 70 yards. But when I'm thinking about those plays, I'm thinking about Ezekiel Elliott just making something happen. I'm not thinking about, okay, you drop back. Oh, memorable play against the Giants. Rolls out left, throws the ball to Cole Beasley. That one just came to my mind. Yeah. Well, and, I was going to say they're only against the Giants, too. It, yeah. <laughs> And yes, and what's crazy, uh, I just thought about um, Skip and Shannon. So, you know, Skip loves the Cowboys. Skip. Uh, so, you will hear Skip say, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll point out all of these great passes and great things or great games that Dak has had. Shannon will come back and say something about, you know, it was just the, you know, Redskins or the, 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 the Giants or the you know, whatever the worst teams in the division, that's where Dak will have all these great games. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Skip will be pointing out these great games, but Shannon, or in the same breath, Skip will say, well, another team beat, you know, Washington, or another team beat New York, but he'll say it was just the New York Giants. Right. <laughs> so in that same listen, it'll be another show where he'd be like, Well, Dak had this great game. I'm like, Well, you just said the Giants were trash. So <laughs> but yeah, that's that, I just thought about that. But yeah, like yeah. most of his great games are I wanna say in division is literally against the Giants or against Washington. Like he doesn't play well yeah. against Philly. No. He really doesn't. No. Cause because they had a chance to win a division last year against Philly. Didn't play well. You know, if you could just go down the uh, years, other than his rookie year, he doesn't play well against the division, not named, you know, the New York football giants. That's cowboy football, man. 
is. Yeah, I mean, to put the loop on this, yeah, I, I think I think it's a great deal for Money Mahomes. And I also think, to your point, which is a really good one, they're going to be in a position to to win a lot of Super Bowls because I think they're going to be in a position to have a first-round buy a lot. I mean, even if a it's lot. only one team that gets to buy now, like you think about the Chargers, the Chargers are in a precarious long-term situation being in a market that just will not support them. Um, and now, even though the Rams hold most of the, you know, sort of uh, debt or reliability or whatever around the stadium, you know, you got this new billion-dollar palace that you're just really not going to be able to get people in. Um, and again, they're just not supported there. So that's that. Vegas, you know, I think the jury's still out on John Gruden and Mike Mayock, but they're they're tied to those two guys for, what, another seven, eight years? They're moving into a new place. Now, they got plenty of support out there. I look at tickets at Allegiant Stadium. That place is ridiculous. But, you know, you got they're there. They're going to pay it. So, but the Chargers, you know, they, they've still got Dean Spanos as an owner, which is always going to limit their ceiling. Um, the Raiders are, you know, really tied to Mayock and Gruden. And then you got the Broncos who, you know, continue to employ John Elway. And honestly, Elway's probably not going anywhere anytime soon because their ownership situation um, is, is just in flux as well. So I'm not going to say they're going to be as bad as the AFC East has been over the next 10 years. But if you're looking at a division to where, you know, like they're in a perfect position because they can dominate. Whereas, yeah. like, look, we're Ravens fans. Pittsburgh is always going to be good. Hate always. Pittsburgh, but they got great owner, great management. They have a down year. They're going to bounce back. You know? <laughs> this is why um, when I think about it, yeah, uh, NFC North, uh, AFC North, my bad. I'm always thinking about, okay, Pittsburgh is down right now. Not saying, okay, Ben was injured last year. They took advantage. Uh, they beat him both times. This year, you don't know what how Ben is feeling you know Juju is the jury's still out on him you know James Conner you know maybe he was just a one-hit one who knows defense is getting defense they've the defense was the problem now they've gotten younger so they're better so yeah now since he has drafted you know a solid quarterback we expect yeah. him to be pretty good uh Cleveland you know I, Cleveland is Cleveland until they still Cleveland it, <laughs> until they prove otherwise but you, you have a positive – you do have a young quarterback in Cleveland. You expect him to get better. You have a, a solid solid offensive playmakers. So, Ravens need to win now. All that to say. <laughs> they got to win now, man. And, uh, like, look, even, even the Bengals, like, we don't give them enough credit. Like, yeah, they haven't won a playoff game in forever, but they've been a pretty solid organization over the last 10 to 12 years. Like, they, have. they understand continuity – they won the division, what, I think, three times last decade. Like, they mm-hmm. should have probably won the Super Bowl in 2005. Definitely had a chance to win. I think that was 2015. Like, our team just plays in a good division with good organizations, and it kind of yeah. sucks because if we played in the AFC East or AFC West, like, we'd, oh. we'd win the division every other year. But it's exactly. fine. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of playing football in general, moving on to college football, uh, this is an interesting topic. We've been talking about this forever. Uh, and it's it's frustrated me about college football because I think we mentioned it in May. Like they have the opportunity to really get out in front of this thing, and 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 really just create a model and be an example of how to do sports. And they've just failed pretty much. Yeah. Um, so the Ivy League just went ahead and said we're not doing any fall sports. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the Ivy League, so there there's there's some you know competence there. Um, and they were actually the first to cancel their postseason tournament. And I think they did it in like late February, early March for basketball. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody decided to, you know, follow suit too late, um, which, you know, that's America for you. Uh, so this week, Big Ten and Pac-12 have gone ahead and announced they will play conference-only seasons. Um, reports are the ACC is likely to follow. SEC is apparently meeting Monday, has no plans to make any decisions. That wouldn't surprise me about the southeastern part of the United States. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, look, I don't – I don't think they will. To, to me, it's become a more of a, like, look, we said this a few weeks ago. I don't think there's going to be college football this year. Um, and and I'm trying to find – I haven't heard it yet. I'm trying to find a legitimate reason as to why we should be trying to play college football. Pro sports, I don't think we should be playing any sports right now, period, in America. Yeah, yeah. But we are. And I get pro sports, right? These guys are at least professionals. They're being paid. You know, NHL will be back first week of August. NBA is on its way back. That's cool. I think college sports right now is a moral issue. And I'm trying to find a legitimately moral reason to have these guys who are not being paid play football this year. I, I don't think uh, there is no reason. So, so, and 
so let me let me give let me give my outlook. So with college, with, let's just let's just say college football. Only Division One or only Power Five teams bring in a lot of revenue for one. So the thing about and I coach high school football, and I honestly think not not because I'm a coach, not only because I'm a coach. I think we should have high school fall sports and not college fall sports. I agree. Only because with high school, there's no, I'm thinking about the kids' futures for one. There's no eligibility. Like if the season is gone, that year is gone for them. It's just gone. You can't take, you can't, you know, reclass and say, well, COVID came. We we couldn't play because of COVID. So I'm going to hold my kid back and play the next year because that's an eligibility issue. Yeah. So with high school sports, I don't care if it's virtual. I don't care if it's half and half. And the the school system that I work with, they're saying they're giving the kids options. So you can either be all Uh virtual or, um, you know, in class. My only thing about it, this is a completely (laughs) different conversation. I just tweeted about this. You're not making it mandatory for masks. You're not. Most of the schools can't even afford all supplies to keep student staff and, you know, everybody safe. And you're not even either they can't afford it or they're not providing it. Mm-hmm. So that's a completely different issue. But um, yeah, so the AP, APS schools, Atlanta public schools have said, okay, we're not, we're going to be fully virtual until I think September uh, 15th or something, something like that. Yeah, good luck. Okay. That's two months from now. That, that it, no, well, no, they're going to be virtual from the start of the school year. School's going to start on time. Oh. But they're going to be virtual for until September, whatever week they said. Uh. But <laughs> but so high school sports, because of that, because of eligibility reasons, you know, some of these kids, all they have is sports. That's the only way they can go to college because they're the only way they can afford it. You yeah. Know, let those kids or let those parents give those kids uh, opportunity to play the sports they love to, you know, um, um, do something with their future. With college sports, they can literally just say, everybody have a red shirt year. Everybody. Exactly. exactly. Or if, if you want to declare and you didn't play last season, you want to go off your old film, you have that choice. Yeah. NFL, you're making millions of bucks. You're a grown man. Hey, you want to play? Cool. Right. You know, get your money, play. If you don't, you're not going to get paid. Okay. But cool. you're a grown man, you're, I'm you're a with that. athlete. College, mm-hmm. just cancel the season, man. This yep. is, it, it, it makes too much sense. But in yeah. America, we don't do things that makes the most sense. <laughs> it's whatever brings the most money. Because they go from, okay, we're going to have all-conference schedule only. I don't know what – I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense. All you're doing is saying, okay, like, what, you, are you saying you're going to pay – are you going to play – with the SEC, they play eight mandatory conference games. Are you going to say you're only playing eight games? Or are you saying you're going to add those four other games and play more conference right. schools? I don't understand how right. that helps. That it doesn't make sense, man. They're doing everything. They're trying to maneuver things around to make it sound like they're trying to come up with a good idea, but all of it is stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that that's the perfect way to sort of summarize it. And it's just like, look, you you've built an entire behemoth of an institution on on a, of an institution that worships the ground that any money sits on. And within that, you've built a system that requires sort of this, this national sort of correspondence, like this whole college football playoff thing. Like, y'all wanted more money, here you go. Like back in the day, you used to only play regional games or you play conference games and you, you're, out, you're out of conference games would be regional except for some big marquee matchups. Like Notre Dame and USC would play, but like LSU would play an SEC schedule and then they might also play Arkansas or whatever. Like, so you've expanded this thing to maximize your dollar earnings. And now that you are confronted with – um, the system in which you build, all of a sudden, oh, let's go play conference games. Like, it just doesn't work like that. So what are you going to do? Like, not have a college football playoff? And if you do, how are you going to match up schedule? Like, it's already a crap show trying to figure out who should make this thing and who shouldn't when you play a full schedule without a conference yeah. game. Good luck trying to do that within conference. And the other thing is just like, look, we should have been, we could have been like, hey, we're not going to play college football this fall. We'll start the season in January. Yeah. You know, run it through the end of March. We'll play college basketball starting in April. Like, there were just so many things they could have done to go ahead and get ahead of this thing. Uh, and, and now it's frustrating because it's like, it's July 11th. Season's yeah. supposed to start in what, six, seven weeks? Yeah. And, and now you're scrambling to do something that you should have done 
ages ago. And 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 the 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 frustrating thing to me is just like, and, and I in some ways applaud the Big Ten and the and the Pac-12, but I always tell folks just like these institutions are very they're known for sports to a lot of people, but these are incredibly great academic institutions. Yes, Ohio yes. State University, University of Michigan, Stanford, University of Tech, like. These Big Ten, Pac-12, ACCs, like we know them as sports now because they were premier academic institutions 50, 60 years ago and continue to be so. Mm-hmm. Like University of Alabama is a wonderful academic place. And it's just like, are, are y'all using any of that academic prowess that you have to make these decisions? No. I just, I just, it's I. It's just I, all sports in mind. That's it. It's all sports. It's all money. I don't, I don't understand to, to, I haven't heard a solid reason to play college sports this season for the same reason. I think high school sports should go on because all the reasons you just said, and then two, there's no travel involved. You don't have a mass of individuals like on one campus, like good luck having kids on campus this year. Like there are just, there's so many things here that do not make sense. And I think a lot of people are looking at, Oh, well, you know, sports are back in Europe and, and Oceania. And it's like those countries have competent governments yeah. who have <laughs> expanded, who have expanded like, testing contact tracing you know they don't have restaurants open everybody wears masks and it's just like i think i shared with you earlier the premier league has tested yeah. folks for like eight weeks they tested 1957 players and staff people last week zero had coronavirus zero. they've been playing they've been back playing soccer for eight weeks like so there's clearly something not happening here that is happening in other countries like there Whoa. have been no coronavirus outbreaks in italy in the soccer league in England and Germany, like, bro, it's just like, when are well, we? If you, if, if you tell some folks that, they're going to say, well, such and such is lying about their results. You know, China is lying. Uh, Italy is lying. France is lying. It's, if the numbers are down. Everybody if, can't be lying. Everybody can't be lying. And what's the point of lying? Just say America just hasn't, you know, we just haven't buckled down on this thing. Because I see people in <laughs> – we talk about this. All, I don't know why I still have Facebook, <laughs> but I literally see people. One guy said something about, or if you're wearing a, he said if you're wearing a mask because the government told you so, then just unfollow me. Oh my gosh! I said what? If anything, I don't. It, it, you don't have to do it because the government, quote unquote, told you so. Do it because for one, you want to live, right? And two you may be asymptomatic and you don't want to spread it to somebody else. Like one of the two reasons should be enough for you to wear a mask. And for our numbers, especially like in uh, uh, Georgia to go, to be going up, like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And all you have to do is when you go out for a couple hours, put a mask on. (laughs) The videos are servicing where people are literally saying, you can't make me wear a mask is crazy. Because on the one hand, if I own a, this, this is what, this is what's crazy about that. If I go to somebody's establishment and I say, I don't want to wear a mask. I still expect that person who owns the business to serve me. Right. I don't have to serve you because this is my business. So (laughs) they don't even think about that aspect. Like you don't want to wear a mask. Cool. That's your, that's your right. If it's not, if it's not mandated in that county, state, uh, city, whatever. You don't cool. want to wear it? Cool. But I don't have to serve you because this is my place of business. And you can't be mad because you don't want to do what I deem necessary to be in my establishment. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy, man. I've, I've, I'm, I've come to the point where I realized you can't, you can't empathize or make sense with illogical people. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm just like, up. you know, you're like, oh, I'm not going to let the government take away my freedom. Okay, so do you not wear a seatbelt? Like, do you not pay your property taxes? Like, exactly. Do you, so, not, do you not get your tag renewed every year? Dude, like, I'm going mean, to use the seatbelt <laughs> one because obviously seatbelts for your safety, right? Because that's, yeah. that, that's what they'll reply with. Well, seatbelt is to keep me safe. Hmm. <laughs> okay, does, does a mask not? Okay. Yeah, it, it's like it, I just uh, I don't get even in like like it's how you know people who argue this. 
they always talk, oh, in the name of freedom and the Constitution. Like, you don't really understand what freedom or the Constitution or federalism or the First Amendment is. Like, even if I have a business in Texas, like, yeah, you can open carry. And if I, if this is my business and I don't want a gun, you need to go put that back in your car, bro. Like, I have that right. It doesn't even matter if you're in an open carry state. It's my business. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want it in here. Like, if you want to come eat here, you want to come buy here, just keep it in the car, bro. That's it. They're like private property. It's like, they'll be the same people that say, get off my property. My business is my property as well. I have rules and guidelines for my property. I don't know. We could go on and on. Yeah, stuff Um, that makes sense. Just, yeah. Yeah, I I am genuinely at the point now where I don't think there'll be college football. And 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 that's going to pain me personally, but I just I don't think we should. I, I think it it's is. incredibly immoral to have these guys play football this season. I think there's a way in which you could sort of cut this off. You could build out something to where they come back, like all the players come back to bubbles in December or whatever. And it might mean them not being around their families for the holidays. And you know, I'm sure a lot of them would be willing to make that sacrifice. A lot of them, are a lot of them do that it. already. Exactly for bowl games. And so, yeah. but I. Like bringing them back now. I mean, like it's North Carolina just shut down their workouts earlier this week because of coronavirus. Just like we, this is not the time with with things spiking all over the place. Like you, those guys might need to come back, you know, after Thanksgiving and just have them quarantined for a month and a half, mm-hmm. and then try to play football. Like there are ways to get out in front of this, and I think that was the biggest thing that just frustrated me. Because like, look, you know, like there's going to be college basketball next year in some way. And so I think like even Dave Gavitt and those other guys, like they're already thinking about how do we do this safely? They can't afford to lose two NCAA tournaments in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's billions of dollars. Yeah, That's yeah. not going to happen. And so I think they could have easily learned from college basketball. And, and it's just like the signs are there and the opportunities for growth and for preparation were there and nobody's taking advantage of them. And, and that sucks, but I don't think we'll have, we'll have college football. And, and that's uh that's that's uh that's a downer. But what would you put the percentage of high school football going on that? At least in, in Georgia. Uh I honestly I honestly think um I think it's I think it's over fifty percent to be honest. Because you had um for one, <laughs> Governor Kemp is um and I'm, I'm not getting into politics, but he's a uh, Republican. So that guy, he's going to push, <laughs> he's going to push for no matter what the numbers are, he doesn't want, you know, it, it, it's crazy how and my, uh, Janelle and I was talking about this last night. Something, it, it irks me that he and Keisha Lance Bottoms are never on the same page. Never, Brad. Never, <laughs> never. And it brought me to the the whole government system, how, you know, um, Republicans and Democrats are never on the same page. It's like uh, Republicans will argue up and down about, you know, whatever they're, whatever, who's ever in charge, you know, the the people who support them are going to support them. At least, you know, uh, with the Democratic side, it's like, okay, bro, if this ain't right, it's just not right. You know, they can they can argue for or against their party. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, I, I can't stand that part of the overall thing. But because of because of who our you know senator is, I think um or our governor is, I think I think it's about 70% we're gonna have it. Because yeah. uh, some school systems have said, okay, you can go virtual, but we're going to allow you, even if you're going virtual, we're going to allow you to play fall sports. And I think you can't say, you can't give the kid an option of virtual or in person and then take away their option to play sports if you allow them to do yeah. virtual learning. You can't do That's that. That's true. Because in a school system, you're around, you know, seven, eight schools, you have up, to, you know, 3,000 kids. So you're exposed to 3,000 kids. If you play a sport, it's like football, you know, about 60 to 100 kids who are these, uh, at least for our program, our coaches are pra- actively saying social distancing, uh, take care of yourself. We, we, we check the temperatures when they first get in. We give them, a, you know, hand sanitizers, hand, hand sanitizer when they come, when they leave. They have masks in the weight room. We split them up. When we do conditioning, we split them up. So we're actively doing these things to practice safe guidelines. But in the classroom, it's like, you have a, a classroom that seats 35 kids and they're two feet apart. 
you have <laughs> lunch line, you have a lunch line oh, for like man. five to seven hundred kids in a space. A lot of kids don't wash their hands. A lot of people don't wash their before this. A lot yeah. of people don't wash people their disgusting. hands. Yeah. They don't wash their hands. They touch their phones. Then they touch the doorknob. Like all of these safe things that we should have been doing anyway. Now that we have a virus, (laughs) you know, it's even more important to do these things. So I will understand if a kid says, I don't want to be, you know, in that environment with all the kids, but I want to still play sports. Yeah. Yeah. I I completely understand that. And it only makes sense. So I think it's more than 50 50. I think it's about 70%. Uh, I do think uh, maybe some smaller counties who uh, mm. don't have a lot of funding, they may say, you know what, we're not going to have sports. And I think overall, I don't think uh, Governor Kemp is going to say we can't have sports. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So I think yeah. we'll have fall sports. I hope we do for my selfish reasons <laughs> too. But um, I think the kids deserve, you know, for their futures, man, like these these athletes are relying on athletic scholarships yeah and we can't preach you know go to college even though that's not the only method of you know you know uh uh creating some some type of wealth for yourself i don't think that's the only uh method but we can't keep preaching go to college and do something for yourself but you're taking an avenue of them going to college away so yeah yeah man that's that that's what i think um And I think the way we've rolled it out, we went from, you know, 25 kids at a time to 50 kids at a time. Now we have the full staff, but we have these different guidelines. The guidelines are in place. The people that are head of these teams and head of these departments, if they follow the guidelines, unless, you know, you're going to have some kid and may go to a party or go somewhere and contract that. But if he has a high fever, we're going to catch that. We're going to say, hey, go home, get tested, things like that, you know. We, we, I think, I think we're doing it the right way. Yeah, no, I would agree, and I, I think that's probably going to be the, the case across the nation. High school football, in most places, there might be some states to say, "Hey, we're not going to do this," but I think high school football will go on. I, I think eventually, the colleges are going to have to fall in line and all just say, "Look, this, this can't be done. Um, let's figure out a, another solution." And so, I think we we'll have high school, then colleges, and they'll go. I just wish they would. Announcing now instead of waiting until August 20th. That's probably what they'll do. Um, the NFL is definitely going to happen. It probably shouldn't. Yeah. Not probably. It shouldn't, but it will. Um, it shouldn't. And so – The NBA I, probably shouldn't have come back, but I'm glad it is. For NBA shouldn't. <laughs> right. I mean, and it's like, look, people are like, oh, but you're going to watch. And it's like, yeah. Like, of it's course like, oh, it's on. Like, there's nothing else to do. You're like, oh, you, you, you criticize society, but you partake in society. Like, yeah, I don't really have a choice. It's like, look, no. yeah, the NBA Dude. shouldn't be back. Baseball shouldn't be back. NHL should like none of this stuff should be back. But, but since it's back, I'm a watch. But since it's back, I'm a watch. <laughs> and no, that's not hypocritical. That's like how the world works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and and the biggest thing for me is just like, and I I'll shut up after this. Well, it kind of goes into the next the the next segment as we close out. But it's like these conferences, these conference commissioners, mm-hmm. these university presidents, these NFL owners, like they have the monetary power and the institutional power to have really lobbied and forced the government from the local state and federal level back in March to say, Hey, these are the things we need. This is what needs to be in place. We need X amount of testing to make all this stuff go. And they, they played patty cake and they ignored it. And they went in because a part of being a university president, conference commissioner, NFL owner, you smooze with other millionaires and billionaires, you schmooze with government agencies and contractors. Like that's part of what you do. Like mm-hmm. all that money is entangled. And so these people were in a position to be able to influence, you know, mass production of ventilators, mass and so forth. And they didn't do it. And so like, yeah, y'all deserve all the money you're about to lose because yeah. you could have been more influential and more forceful of like, Hey, this is what we need from government all levels. And they weren't. And, you know, now they're jealous and they're seeing their buddies overseas, like still be able to do a lot of things. Like that's your fault. So I'm looking forward to all these colleges losing, all these big college departments losing a bunch of money. I'm looking forward to all the American sports owners losing money because like y'all could have done something about this. Like, and I think that's what we need to start doing as society too. It's like, yes, government has failed us, period. Like if you got issue with that, come see me. (laughs) But like, it's also a fact that these huge, like rich corporations like have failed as well because they have, they had and continue to have the power 
to influence these people to do what's right. And for whatever reason, they just have not felt compelled to. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Do your thing. And you get what you deserve as far as all the money you're about to lose over the next three or four years. So I'm not going to say I'm happy to see that, but it kind of is what it is. To that end, training camps are supposed to open in the NFL in, what, 17 days? Um, Like literally two weeks from now, training camps are supposed to open. Good luck. Um, and <laughs> like cases continue to spike Arizona, Texas, Georgia, Florida, Louisiana, you name it, they keep going up. And these are all in like crazy hot states, too. One, remember when everybody said the virus was going to go away? When yes. it, that's laughable. Yes. But two, it kind of shows, it proves that like this is people refusing to not wear masks and not gather indoors it's, because. <laughs> Like a, a virus is not living outside at your outside event in Phoenix or Dallas or Atlanta or New Orleans right now. Like, so we know you people, I was about to use that one. We know y'all are like gathering in clubs, yes. lounges and restaurants and having house parties getting this thing. And it's anyway. Um, I, I do. I, I wear like I have the, the, you know, the net gators like with um, that construction yeah. people wear. I, I wear that in the gym. And it's yeah. like, it, it's so simple. If I sweat, it just kind of, it, it, it absorbs the sweat and it's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I can breathe through it. I wear that in practice. It's not a big deal. Are you that, you're that upset that you can't go to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> the cheese, come on now. Like, Maybe go to basic restaurants too. Cheesecake on, Factory, Longhorn. I want to go out. Basic, basic restaurants. You're, you're outraged because your quote-unquote freedom is being taken away from you because you want to go have a mediocre steak <laughs> like it, it's is when you when you put it that simple it's laughable but all people would say is i just don't want my freedoms taken away. nobody's going to take away my freedom dude just order a takeout <laughs> just order takeout so we can watch so we can watch football exactly like wear a mask so trevor lawrence can wear his helmet it's, it's been a lot of college players have come out and say that. Wear a mask so I can have a season. These kids want to play. You know, I don't think it's going to happen, but still, it, it's the people, the, the quote-unquote fans who love college football are mm-hmm. putting college football at risk. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, same with the NFL, just to wrap, wrap today's episode up. I mean, like I said, the training camp is supposed to start in two and a half weeks. You know, there's going to be an NFL season. I'm just not sure. And we want to get some insight from you how this thing is going to look from week to week. This is going to be one of those years. I'm not going to say it's going to have an asterisk by it, but, like, it, it, it'll probably be one of them things to where a guy is fully healthy and you'll get a bunch of tickers every single week. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, I'm not wishing this on anybody, God forbid, but, like, Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan tests positive for coronavirus. We'll miss, you know – Next two weeks and be asymptomatic and fine. Yes. But and you're gonna have like superstar guys, like big time guys, like got the virus, can't play, feel fine, asymptomatic, and or like these are some of the best athletes in the world. Like if Julio Jones gets coronavirus, dude probably won't even know it, probably won't feel it. Like his respiratory system is is elite of the elite. But it's like if he tests positive, he can't play. And how do you have a season like that? And, and and literally, uh, um, my wife and I got we got we we had to get tested a couple a uh, couple weeks ago because we were at her best friend's. I, it, it wasn't even a party; there was like ten people there. Mm. But somebody was exposed. Right, literally, somebody was exposed after she left. Mm. But she told her friends, so, "Okay, we got tested because we didn't know when it happened." But you know. Uh, uh, her friend and her husband were positive, but they were mm-hmm. asymptomatic. So they're walking around not feeling it. Like that's the whole thing. You're walking around not feeling a thing. Not feeling anything. <laughs> Can't even blame people. You, you, not feeling a thing. So it's like, like you said, you know, uh, like you said, God forbid, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is asymptomatic. He has to miss two weeks at least. Yeah. You know, who's the backup? Is Chase Daniel still the backup? I oh, Chase Daniel, getting that yeah, money. money. Another money-making thing. Money Chase. So, <laughs> so you got to have – and what's the rules going to be in place? So can you carry uh, extra practice squad quarterbacks because of this? And NFL teams got to think about that. They did expand the practice squad roster. 
which is crazy because it should be expanded anyway. You anyway. should be able to have like 20, <laughs> 20 players. But I think you have like eight or 11 or something like that. But you got to you gotta think about those things because you lose a star quarterback, your season is over. For, for yeah. a lot of teams. For two games, that's a, big in the NFL. A, a lot of teams strive on, okay, my quarterback is just going to get me some wins. Mm-hmm. Packers lose Aaron Rodgers, they're done. Done. You know, Russell Wilson goes out for two weeks, you know, season's done. Yeah. Things like, like teams like that, if you lose a wide receiver, you can stay afloat. Lose specific positions, you can stay afloat. The quarterback, dude, you got to pray that yeah. your quarterback <laughs> doesn't test positive. <laughs> So yeah, yeah that, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. I don't, I don't know how any of this is gonna work. I don't think any of it should happen. I think, I mean, it's it's good for for folks like us to have stuff to talk about. But, um, man, y'all make sure y'all vote in November. I mean, we're not gonna become a political <laughs> show, but you know, this yeah. is uh, this it's a this is a new. It's just a new level of just incompetence in America. It is, man, and uh, <laughs> and, and that's nothing to do with party because like. Ohio's governor is a Republican, and he did a wonderful job, I think, yeah. on the coronavirus at the outset. Because they, you know, it was, I think Columbus was not as bad as New York, but it was a hot spot at first. And, you know, he, he did a wonderful job. I mean, so it's not, it's not even party-based, man. It's, it's just. party. It's just, are you competent? competence. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're choosing whatever your motive is over the safety of its citizens. Pretty That's much. what you're doing. And, and everybody has different motives, and like you said, it's not. A, it's just not party party alone. It's just, you know, do you care about your people? <laughs> no, no. I mean, Boris Johnson, he's the prime minister of uh, of uh, United Kingdom, and like he's a conservative, but they. I mean, he's done a much better job than, you know. So it, it doesn't even really. We we just need we just need we need leaders. Uh, yeah, that leaders in this country. Yeah, and. And and I, to tie it all together, I think that's precisely why we should play high school high school sports. I'm not saying people become leaders just from sports. Hold on, calm down, people. Um, but they do. But they not do. just from sports, but they do. I mean, I wouldn't be who I am as involved as I am without. Like, I learned discipline. You know, just just everything that I apply to my daily life now, I learned from from football and even from my dad, who was a marine. And so, Same. you know, like <laughs> it's just. We we need high school sports. We don't need college sports. Um, yep, I think that's just kind of that. Kelly, you got any closing uh closing remarks for us today? <laughs> hey man, just um, be a um, be a smart person. <laughs> <laughs> care about others um, uh, more than yourselves, or care about other people too in general, and just think outside of your norm, man. Like I don't whatever you think on a daily basis, listen to somebody who thinks different. And take yeah. it in, <laughs> and not just want to argue with the person your, to your point. Yeah. So yeah, that that goes against that goes to Everyone. life in general, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen to somebody with opposing views, see what they have to say, and just hear them out, and then share your opinion and see if y'all can, you know, you don't have to agree, just listen, come to a middle ground. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a good word. We'll leave it there. Uh, thanks for joining us this week on All Twenty Two. We'll be back next week. A new episode, dive into NFL previews. Y'all be great. And wear a mask. (laughs) And wear it.